0: Welcome to The Connected Podcast. This is Lydia, Daryl, Hannah and Simon. We're four friends from the UK and beyond discussing how the Bible connects to life as a teen today. Stick around for banter, Bible talk, topics you wanna hear about, people you can relate to, and plenty of fun and random shenanigans. But for real, we want you to be equipped with biblical truth and boldness to be able to go out in the world and be grounded in your faith. We've got a really fun episode coming to you today. We are getting to the point in our relationship series where we know you really have wanted us to be this whole time we are talking about relationships between men and women, guys and girls and today we are just going to go around and share our own stories Um, I'm sure most of you have figured it out already um, but in case you haven't, we're spilling the beans right now Um, Daryl and I are in a relationship in case you haven't known that and we are going to be sharing uh, Yeah. I hope that's not news to you Daryl i think you guys Uh-oh. should talk after this awkward we have had a dtr i promise <laughs> it's not happening right now on a podcast
1: you'll find out more when it gets to our part
0: yeah Here,
2: what's so a dtr define the relationship oh yes 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 sorry i'm thinking dmc <laughs> it was a deep meaningful conversation i was like what
0: to define the relationship talk. So anyway, um, we're going to go through and just share our stories of how we met. Of course, you know, Hannah and Simon are married. Daryl and I are not. Um, but we're just going to share. How did you meet? So Hannah and Simon, would you give us a start off as the married couple in the group? What's your love story?
3: All right. So... So, Hannah, what is our story? Um, our love story. There is so much to our story, but we are going to try and keep this brief. So I think if, I think we should start off, actually, by just mentioning our relationship with dating. Um, so I had dated a couple of times, you know, ooh, um, but that was over a fairly, yeah, over a fairly prolonged period of times. And I think I had in my head this kind of idea of what I thought the ideal uh, woman would be for me. Um, and I don't want to get into details. I don't want to say anything out of place about those other two people because they are now, I'm sure, very happy with their life. And that's that's great. Um, So, yeah, I just did these stereotypical views. So I think when I met Hannah, um, she kind of changed a lot of that in a really good way. But Hannah, what about you? What was your uh take on dating probably before we met?
2: Yeah. So I had actually never dated before. Um, again, it probably wasn't because I didn't want so to So pure. <laughs> no, it wasn't anything like that. Um, and I, cause I had been on dates, um, but I, they were all kind of crazy. Um, but I was just never in a serious relationship, um, before. And I think I kind of took it and I was really grateful for how my parents raised us that they never told us we couldn't date in high school. They just basically said, you know, dating should be a serious thing. So if if you don't think seriously about the person you're dating, then why are you doing it type thing? Um. So I never really dated in high school for that reason. Um, and then as I got older, I just... The, the right guy never really came along <laughs> I think so that was kind of where I was at on dating before Simon entered the scene
3: <laughs> until I came along of course so swept me off my feet <laughs> yeah so <laughs> sorry it's on... yeah we're just laughing we're right so well let's get it
2: there was an
0: awkward pause yeah. there
3: you hesitated no, I Simon oh,
2: <laughs> no, no no it was <laughs> awkward
3: <laughs> yeah th- this probably actually that awkward pause probably uh sums up our relationship for the first, Like, month. so no that, that, oh, dear. that's let's jump and then uh hannah to actually when we met because there's actually a bit of a, a really quick story behind that because you've always told me that we met earlier in 2016 And I don't remember it. So
2: I came over to the UK for the first time in 2016. Um, First time I ever left America as well. And I was on a bunch of different like missions teams um, throughout the UK. I was in a different place every week. And one of the places I was in was Londonderry, where Simon's from. I know technically he doesn't live in the city, but um, that was where I was for the week and we were doing um like five day clubs, which are like Bible clubs in the community. And the church that we were staying at for this residential week was right across the street from the shop that Simon worked at. And everybody on the team knew Simon. And so one of the days they were like, oh, we need some just groceries. so popular. <laughs> They're like, we need some things. Why don't we go over and say hey to Simon? And so I just was part of the group and we just went over and everybody would tell you that you can hear Simon before you see him.
3: <laughs> and so, he's so harsh.
2: And so that was the first time I ever met Simon cuz we all went over and said hey to him while we like picked up milk and biscuits or something like that. But Simon has no memory of this. And to be fair, I mean, And you thought I was leave. the
3: greatest guy alive, right?
2: <laughs> no, I I really didn't even remember this until much later <laughs> that we had actually met him.
3: All right, so yeah, so then twenty, so later that year, that that's quickly. So we met properly, properly at a CF course that we were doing together. It was a residential course, and we so which meant we were were staying uh, in this place for a number of weeks. And I don't know, I th- I think it's fair to say that we we were friends uh, at that course for sure. Definitely. And I think I appreciated like I saw your heart for like the Lord. I saw your heart for like kids ministry. Uh, and so here's the two things I want to just bring up about our first year, because we were friends, but we weren't like super close and there was a, a larger group. But first thing I noted about you was that I was like, she can really read. Like she can really read really well. That <laughs> seems like a really strange thing to say. It's so but so I, was like, I was like, when she, when she read the Bible, <laughs> it was like, I was like, and I, I did think this, I was like, she should get a job with like audible or something and like read books <laughs> for a living. Cause I was like, she's just, this pure way of like pronouncing her words and i was like that's really good so the, it was like when in the course they were like who would like to read the sound? i So like, let's just get hannah to read it out. she's really good and she's got an american accent so um
2: it was all my accent that was it that's so it was liked. that
3: and then i want to share one other quick funny story too it was really cool so we used to have these little times of prayer at like in devotional times upstairs um after class um, this is so embarrassing <laughs> i can't even remember what we were doing but it was during the time of prayer and hannah was trying to quote <laughs> quote the verse that talks about the lord owns the cattle on a, on a thousand hills but she couldn't remember the words and she's she just like so yeah father uh father we know that you uh uh lord you um uh, and then you own lots of you you, you own lots of cows father <laughs> so that was kind of that was for me the standout moment of
0: and simon fell in love at that. Moment.
3: <laughs> i did like I in I, that moment i love i did like i can say I, I loved your personality but i again i would stress on i'm sure you you'd correct me if i'm wrong in saying this but there was nothing romantic between us at that stage and like really for the next year it was pretty low-key friendship i think that's fair to say
2: Yeah, it definitely was because, um, we were like, we were, we were just friends, um, that first year and, um, like you, uh, like, I really just thought you were funny, um, and quirky and I really you thought I was cute, right? Well, you're kind of cute, you know? Um, but I think I just thought you were a really cool guy. And I think one of the things I also really stood out to me, it was just how like, genuine you were and that like who you who you were, like who you presented yourself as who you were. It wasn't like there was something deeper behind you. Like I just felt like I was getting to know Simon as a person rather than I don't know if that makes any sense, and so I just thought, wow, that's no, really it. that's really it. unique, especially for a guy. I felt like um, that you weren't like this overly emotional guy either, like, but you were you were just genuine, and I just really appreciated that uh, about that. So we were we were just friends, and then um, we uh, Facebook friended each other. I don't remember who was first. We have a debate about this. Um, i think it was
3: me possibly i
2: don't yeah because i don't think i would befriended you
3: i would just stress that and we might talk just a quick couple of quick stories in the second half i know this needs to be quick but i think this is the first start of me being a typical guy because probably by the time i added you as friends by the time we were going back to the course a year later um you know both our circumstances had changed
2: yeah but because we didn't talk at all in that year between yeah
3: but I was going to say I added you as a friend and I don't know that probably for you was like Oh, Simon's added me as a friend whereas I was just like I'm just adding her as a friend it's not a big deal do you know what I mean and like how the guy girl things think well you know, I think, think, think just speaking as
2: a girl and maybe and I'm, I'm not going to say this is a stereotype for all girls but I think a lot of girls anything a guy does we automatically tend to think you know like oh, even though it could, it like, we we may not dwell on that any further. Like, I had a, yeah, anyways, I could get in a random conversation about that. So I'm sure at the time I was like, he's friended me. And then it passed <laughs> quickly.
3: So. Yeah. So let's jump. Let's go to, okay. So go to, let's think about, uh, so we got back to the course in, in 2017. I- All right. So what was your highlight Then. So I'm just going to ask you. So when did you start? Uh, When did you start noticing? Because we know that both of our circumstances had kind of changed there, and it was a smaller group, so we we had the opportunity to actually get to know each other a bit better. I I
2: think, and I think we both agree that I was probably interested first, in that I think the things that I had seen in you from the first course had just... I think they were refreshed maybe when I saw you again and the second half of it. And so I just really again I really appreciated just how genuine you were and just how willing you were to share like um your struggles, but not in like a, a needy way, just in a very real way. And I just I just really appreciated that. And I, I think that just really struck me. And then I did think you were cute and you know, your your bald head was nice and <laughs>
3: Uh, uh, funny, she's, Lydia's laughing here too. She's drawn to too, shiny but,
2: things. It's well, um, yes. You here's know, the thing:
3: Hannah was drawn to shiny things, and I was drawn. <laughs> I I, was drawn, I
2: did not say that.
3: No, she didn't say that, but she I did like it. my head clearly. Uh, well, I was drawn to 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 ginger things essentially because. <laughs> Um, one of the things I really thought was really cute about Hannah like I loved her hair so this was one of the things again where I was didn't realize I was being like super cute and was probably beginning to like Hannah you although were I was probably flirting I was suppressing it a wee bit so I would have played with her hair like if I was walking past and we, I remember one conversation nuts and I remember one conversation at the dining table and I don't know what we were talking about we were talking about different shades of ginger and I was like you know some dancers like aren't super nice but but then I was like really quick to say but like you've like your hair's really nice. I think I remember oh. telling you, that was all like yeah, you've re- you've really nice hair. Nice so day this day. was this was my cheesy way of flirting. I also really liked her eyes. She has like the best eyes. Oh.
2: Ever.
3: Really
1: which
2: is sweet because I once had a guy tell me that my eyes looked like owls and that he wouldn't want to find me in a dark room so <laughs> oh, I'm so sad what, a, what an idiot We, I think we were kids so it's alright but, but yeah, <laughs> you
3: gotta you got tell your story which is the best story because you were trying to like me oh yes uh, so anyway to... so
2: we, we already covered that I liked you first and I'm watching our time here and we need to be careful um, but I liked you first and so I kind of like thought well you know how can I kind of uh, not, not initiate it, but, you know, just let him know, you know, that I'm interested type thing and like how can I get to know him a little bit more and I am woeful at sports. Like I know nothing about him and I'm totally fine with that as well um, but I thought, I knew that Simon really liked sports and I knew there was this big cricket match coming up. Um, and my roommate, it funny, was the
3: ashes. For those of you listening, it was the ashes, yeah. it was England, Australia, and um, it was in Australia. So we sat up very late to this, watch it.
2: This is a mute point, but anyways, my roommate, um, uh, also really liked cricket. And so I talked to her and I said, Hey um you and simon are thinking about watching this like do you think it'd be okay if i came along and watched it as well and she's like yeah that'd be fine and she knew that i liked simon because i had told her about it and had kind of asked her advice on everything and so we went and watched this cricket match and i again know nothing about sports but If I'm watching something, I genuinely want to know what's going on. So I kept asking questions throughout the whole thing. What's happening? Why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? Maybe not as obnoxious sounding as that, but I was just trying to figure out what was going on and Simon finally got fed up and just looked at me and muted the thing and said, are you done asking your questions? Can we watch the game now? And I was like, oh no, this did not go the way I intended it to. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah so, so yeah, <laughs> that is funny so we, we want to wrap this up I mean there's so much we could tell but I think i think both of thankfully us that, that
2: didn't that didn't turn you off me or anything. no that like was that, a funny so. moment and
3: that was around the time too whenever i was because i was always the one like i wanted to like show people little videos or something funny i'd seen so but i always happened to want to go over and sit beside hannah you know like oh here hannah like do you wanna, do you ever see this uh, again probably suppressing the fact that i at this point really liked her so um but i think there was a key moment and, and with this we really need to probably move on uh there was a really cool coffee shop um in the place it's where we were doing open the course, it's, um... I know. Sadly, they were taken over. It was called the Steaming Mug, such a cool name for a coffee shop. And th- their their coffees were amazing, and their desserts. You're, were insane. you're rabbit
2: trailing here. Anyway,
3: it's so good. But I asked Hannah one day, did she want to go? And I only asked her. I didn't think of it as a date. It wasn't a date, but I was just like, oh well, Hannah's Ooh. free. I'll ask Hannah to go. I you know
2: freaked out I though doing. and asked my roommate to come with us. So it was Hannah a, it was a freaked out and
3: almost begging people people to go 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 with her and so eventually she got (laughs) Ashley to go but it was really cool because I think there and throughout the course we as groups would have went and talked and so it was in those kind of spaces that I really saw like Hannah's heart for ministry or heart for kids ministry youth ministry and we both had a big heart for like um hospitality and wanting to use like using what we can to to serve people so that was really cool so Hannah like let's wrap this up so we text a lot over Christmas into the new year do you want to pick up from there
2: yeah, so I think one of the big things that's a difference between us is um you're you're like very, very practical and so you're never gonna jump into something until you have the details worked out. Whereas my personality is I just jump in and figure out the details later. Yeah, and that's so true. Episode, I, guess, <laughs> I mean, that's just us to a T. Um, and so that was the one thing that was really holding you back in um starting to pursue uh, and initiate the relationship and i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna initiate that until you did and i so i was just really praying about that and then um eventually uh, just for sake of time um you just got some really good advice from a friend that said basically don't don't let the irc yeah. be the order. Or be a barrier to you. And so Yeah, don't
3: don't let the Irish Sea be a board because and, and this is a quick note and add. So that was my issue. I wanted to pursue you, but for me it was like Atlantic you Ocean, couldn't figure different out countries. How it would I work I couldn't figure that out how it would work, but I really, really wanted it to work um at this stage and I was willing to pretty much do anything to make it work, which was where I got to. So February finally nine minute audio uh later
2: that made no I, sense but where
3: that made no sense and i ended up not actually even telling you properly that i liked you, when I was <laughs> you but basically there was enough um sort of code talk there that you worked it out and then you sent me an equally coded message back which was not quite nine minutes but it was probably like six um so yeah
2: So yeah, so that was that was the start of it. And that was kind of like your thing that you had to overcome. And then I think my thing was actually after we started dating, because I really I really liked you and everything, but it just really scared me. And I had a lot of insecurities come up um, when we first started dating. And uh, Simon can tell you now, I didn't tell him this at the time, but I almost broke up with him three times during that first month because I was just terrified of getting hurt. It actually had nothing to do with Simon. It was all me. And I was so scared um and I thank
3: you Elena and Jesse bon- Bonin for stepping in.
2: that's <laughs> my best friend and her husband and they were just so good at um just talking to me and praying with me about the things that I was so scared about and pointing out to me where I needed to trust the Lord on these things. So that was kind of our our come to and how we came about. And then after that, it went really quick. So you came and visited America in May that year. And that was the first time we met in person as a couple. And that was really good. And you got to meet my family. That was family. a brilliant...
3: Yeah, <laughs> we don't have time to get on that, but that was a brilliant week. We really connected that week. I uh, really, really enjoyed and, each other. And we and both really knew...
2: Nice. By the end, that like basically, yeah, this is it. This is. Oh yeah, I was
3: pursuing you. You were pursuing me. Like we were in it for the long haul, but yeah. we, we didn't know how it would work out. But we were pretty much right. Let's yep. give it a go. go.
2: And then I moved to the UK in that autumn, and then that November we got engaged, and then the following year in September we got married. So, that's I mean, there's obviously way more details to it, but that's our that's our story. <laughs> oh yeah That's a beautiful story. Thanks for sharing that.
0: You too. Um. Now it's time for Daryl and me to spill the beans, spill the tea. I guess that's what the kids say now. Um, about our relationship. Oh, <laughs> you Can tell that I'm not um up with all the lingo. Anywho, what is our love story?
2: Um, I guess I'll.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pick us off. Yeah, no. for sure.
1: Um, Simon
2: singing Taylor Swift here in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> great song, great song. I highly recommend. Um, So just a part of my background with the whole dating scene, um, I had been in one serious relationship before Daryl, um, but five years had passed between the ending of that relationship um, and in those five years nothing really of substance came besides a few really awful and awkward and hilarious and rom-com-esque dates and ask me about them sometime and I'll tell you they were ridiculous. So nothing serious happened between then um but I grew up believing that dating somebody and not marrying them that it wasn't like a sin but that it did make me less than perfect for the man that I would one day marry um so when I went through that breakup um when I was about 20 no 19 I was 19 when I went through the breakup um it I had to go through a lot of healing and learning and growing and believing that my identity is in Christ not in my picture perfect dating um, resume. I suppose. Um. So that was a bit of my my background when it comes to dating. What about you, Daryl?
1: Yeah. So I grew up very differently. Um, I was probably on the on the exact opposite end of the spectrum. I dated a lot in high school. Um, I played rugby. I was captain of the varsity team. You could probably see where that's going. Uh, and so. I'll caveat by saying I wasn't exactly following the Lord. And so things went a little bit crazy. Um, if you guys, yeah, I'm sure you guys can, I'll, I'll let you guys, you know, think about that. Um, and so that don't don't follow what I did is basically what I'm trying to say. And things really started changing when I was 17. Uh, that's when I started to take my faith seriously. That's when Christ finally became Lord and Savior in my life. Um, and that's when things really changed about how I saw girls um and we'll we'll get into that in more detail later on in future episodes um but yeah so completely different from how Lydia was raised um and I still have very different ideas about dating than Lydia and I think Hannah and Simon as well it seems but again <laughs> we'll get into that later so yeah um yeah. that's my background on dating um all fun yeah and so not something you should follow and yeah we'll get to our story what do you want to get onto that
0: yeah sure so um when people ask me how i met my now boyfriend i like to say that we accidentally met online um it wasn't on a dating site or anything like that i for sure wasn't going out looking for this um but it was in the middle of all of the corona craziness um i lived alone um and so in lockdown it was just really difficult i didn't have people who could come around me and friendship and all that and so i was looking for an outlet of community and i stumbled across a facebook group for christian singles now before you go crazy um the first line of the description said this is not a dating site and i believed them but that was my first mistake Um, i was only looking for friendship that's all i was looking for no matter how many people don't believe me but yeah uh, because daryl the rugby
3: star was on the prowl (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. hold up okay let me get to my part of the story <laughs> all right first off okay now looking back uh when you put a bunch of christian singles into a group or you know whether online or in person saying that dating won't happen is a is a complete and utter lie i would i would agree with <laughs> that it's,
2: it's a pretty i don't know who came up with that site but
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was no that that it's it's yeah it's almost. it was like reverse psychology
3: it's like this this page is not for dating (laughs) ps it really is i agree i'm pretty sure that was
1: was. was but you
2: guys fell for for it as well so i mean we did
1: this is true and you know just like lydia i you know i joined i joined the group for friends um actually a good friend of mine um who i uh, i'm still good friends with today introduced me to the group and i joined in because i wanted to find more friends online it was you know sort of a few months into the pandemic things were getting lonely um and yeah you know, you just wanted to look for a friendship and there isn't much of you know you can't find a lot of christian friends out here in the middle east so i wanted to look elsewhere um and i will admit i was more open to dating than Lydia was. If you know, I I was under the whole impression that if something came up, it came up. Then yeah, you know, I'll mm-hmm. I'll take it. He was but I promise, he was it luckin'. wasn't. It wasn't the main reason. On the brow, <laughs> partially and passively, not actively. Anyways, so Lydia and I were put into a group chat for newcomers in the group, um, and that's really where things kicked off. It was a it was a group of people. Um, from all over the world in a single Facebook group chat. Um, And we all really did become friends. We were a pretty tight group of friends and we'd get on Zoom calls. And um, I think it was pretty regular. It was about every week or so. Um, And on one particular Zoom call, Lydia was there. um, And look, okay, this sounds super cheesy, but like when she got on there, you know, I forgot that there were other people on the group call. My eyes Aww. were like... <laughs> so, okay, again, this is this is kind of creepy, but I can say it now because we're dating, but so on Zoom, you know how you can pin a video and it's the only one that you can see? Like, not no. the whole gallery? There might have been you a didn't I mean, you I never like, told Lydia so this cute. before. I never knew this. <laughs> what? I may or may not, for about a minute or two, end her video because I thought she was really cute oh
0: my
2: (laughs) word, that is
1: fantastic that is creepy yes yes I know again this is why I'm only saying this because we're now dating but here's the thing right I I liked her because she was cute she's real pretty okay I think she's the prettiest girl in the world I still do now but we had a lot in common too um, you know, I grew up abroad. I spent most of my life abroad. Um, and Lydia understood that because she had, a, you know, a, a, a part of her life was was spent abroad. She was born abroad and stuff. And so we had that whole third culture kid connection. And so we had a lot of similarities in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I liked her from the get-go. I, I thought she was great. Uh, and Lydia will get into the parts after that.
0: Yeah, so I, I had... A-
1: fun and spicy.
0: Yeah, I had a faint idea that Daryl liked me, um, I just, you know, sometimes you can kind of tell. Um, he paid me a lot of attention in the group. He talked to me probably more than a lot of the other people. And we had, so these Zoom calls would happen. They're from people all around the world. And a lot of times they would happen at a time, in the time zone that was awful for me. So I'd have to like get up at two o'clock in the morning to make these group Zoom calls. Daryl would do it very often. I love my sleep more than him apparently. So I would very less often get on these Zoom calls. But every day or every time it happened, Daryl would beg me to come. And so way things like that kind of gave me the idea that he was kind of interested in me. Um, but I kind of had this policy or this kind of way of of acting that if a guy didn't expressly tell me that he was interested in me, I would act like there was nothing going on because I don't want to assume something, I don't want to read into the situation. So I was just acting like we were friends because he hadn't expressly said anything to me yet. Um, but soon enough he he did. Yet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Emphasis on yet. Right. And let me let me you know add additional information to this and say this is like within the first Two or three weeks. So it was really early yeah, on. I mean yeah, we, we just started talking, uh-huh. um, and then about a month or so after we started talking, mm-hmm. I uh, well I find, I found out that Lydia works for CEF, and I I found out that she was working on videos. Um, and in case I haven't mentioned it or you guys forgot, I study journalism, um, and so I know quite a bit about media and video editing, and so. I reached out to Lydia and asked her um, if she needed any help with her video editing. And she happily said yes. Lydia, do you want to add a little bit about that before I continue on to the story? Yeah,
0: so I had started making... Normally with ministry, I would go into a school or I would go into a church and I would talk to kids in person. That's how I would normally do things. So making videos was a very new thing for me. And I had actually been praying and asking God to, to provide help for me because I didn't know how to do this on my own. So then when Daryl reached out and asked you know, if I needed help, I found that as a big answer to prayer, which it was. Um, And I was just really thankful to have his help. So, yeah
1: cue angelic music and daryl enters the scene (laughs) so that's how you know it got all it all all started um so it totally started off as me just trying to help lydia you know and being a good friend and helping her with her videos i'd like
2: to say that when lydia told us about this i was like um (laughs) he likes you (laughs)
3: They did. Yeah, so yeah, I called had, this. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> called early on. But, uh, <laughs> By multiple people. Well Not maybe like we'll get into the to fact you. that yeah. Lydia I just was completely ignorant of that for a period of time.
1: This is true. We'll get to that yeah, soon. Yeah. Um so. and I very early on, I think the we called each other like just one on one, maybe like a week after I started editing your videos, where we talked about editing videos. Yeah, I think it was at the um, beginning
0: when you 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 asked if I needed help. I said yes, and then we set up a one to one call, and that was the first time we right, had talked yes. one
1: to one. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then I, I I I literally told her verbatim, "I like you." Uh, I was very clear and very intentional from the beginning. I'm just going to put that out there, right, Lydia?
0: That's that's correct. Yeah, I so clear, so intense. Hold on. Hold
3: on. So on your first call, you told her. No,
0: it was after the first yeah. call. You you think you texted well, me that night or something saying that you liked me? Because we well, had. Yeah, yeah. So it was after the first call. Go ahead. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. So this was the first one-on-one call. Uh-huh. But we'd had we'd been talking yeah. on group calls right. before, and I'd been texting, but after this call, it was like it was settled in my mind that I at the time like, i wouldn't have admitted it at the, at the time but i was in love with this girl i just adored her uh so then after the first call i texted her and verbatim i'm probably i could probably search this up said i like you like, period full stop um that didn't go well uh <laughs> no. lydia no, friend friendzoned me hard like Hard. Yeah. And she basically told me to go away. No, you. And, well, that and you're saying like, you know, if you decide that 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 you you don't want to edit videos for me anymore, because, uh, because you know I'm not interested. Like that's conflict fine, of interest, leave.
0: basically. Yeah. I basically yeah, gave him an open door stubborn, to say. Yeah. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, but she wasn't gonna get rid of me that easily, <laughs> and so I stuck around. Um, I stuck around and and really I. I genuinely just liked her and I thought she was a great person and and I promise this was true. Um, If nothing came out of it and we were only going to stay friends, I was more than happy to keep doing that and to keep in touch with her and to help her out because I love doing it and I loved helping her. And if it's another way that I can serve, I will gladly do that. Um, And so I stuck around as a friend. And then Lydia's going to go on with the next part Yes.
0: Yeah. N- meanwhile, I had never experienced a guy who did that. Like, I've had guys tell me they like me. I said, I'm not interested. And then they dropped me like a hot potato and they never talked to me ever again. And that's what I experienced. That's what I was expecting from Daryl. And to be honest, when he first reached out asking if he could help me with my videos, I kind of expected this to happen. Um, and I was had it very open in my head. I gave him an open door saying, if you don't want to talk to me anymore, you can leave. Because that's all I had ever really experienced. But he didn't leave. He just stuck around, and he was just my friend. And I told him over and over again—I think it was about four times—that I got really serious with him, and I said, "Daryl, I don't yeah. like you. I don't think this is going anywhere." And she
1: got harsher and <laughs> harsher each time.
0: Because I—I don't know. I just didn't know what. I had never experienced this before, and basically said, "You can leave. Like I, there's an open door. I have no hard feelings if you just leave and never talk to me again." But he never did. And as cliche as it sounds, um, we just became best friends. Like, I would end up going to talking to him about anything and everything he was the person i wanted to go to about all the things happening in my life and i won't go deeply into this but i actually ended up talking to him about another guy who i was confused about and who was interested in me and i didn't know how i felt
3: about him <laughs> we knew all about this yeah yeah but i'm not that
0: gonna go deeply
3: rough.
1: into that
0: on the podcast sorry can you
1: imagine yeah. the girl that you are deeply in love with telling you and like ranting to you about another guy but anyways leave it at that
0: yeah sorry that was a bit of a rough time Um, But through it all, um, Daryl was a faithful friend and he just remained my friend and that is what drew me to him romantically, um, was the fact that he showed me, and he even used his words to tell me, that he valued me as much more than just a romantic prospect. I was more than just a pretty face to him, Um, I was a person that he genuinely enjoyed being with and that he genuinely valued and that he was willing to be just a friend to me and nothing more and the fact that he was willing to stay in that awkward position just blew my mind and I had never experienced that before and soon enough I couldn't help myself um but falling in like and eventually falling in love so there's
1: that but like seriously okay she's pretty she's beautiful and all that but she has a heart for Christ that I had never seen before in anyone else, and let alone any other girl that I liked. And so that is really the main reason that I fell in love with her and that I liked her so much and why, even if we didn't date or anything romantic happened, I was more than happy to be her friend. Um, but yeah, continuing on, our first date was long distance, obviously, because you know, again, if you guys forgot, I live across the world in the Middle East and Lydia's uh, in the UK and so our first date was a movie together that we watched on Netflix. Uh, we had this watch party thing where you could watch it at the same time, and we called on Zoom at the same time while we watched it. Anyway, so that was the first date. That was right before Lydia was bound, it was uh, was heading out to the states to spend Christmas with her family. Um, and that was a whole other thing. I made a website for her dad to and her well, really her family to int- introduce me to them, and so they, you know, would know who I am. Um, and the the website had everything you needed or wanted to know about me you know it was my personal details i even had my like my professional resume up on there i had questions i even had reviews and ratings from my best friends and family <laughs> had
0: friends and family give quotes about what an amazing guy daryl is it was pretty legit yeah So my dad loved it it was
1: it was great it was a whole yeah. thing yeah they liked it so it worked out yeah
3: i definitely didn't
1: go this far and i'm really sorry <laughs> Look, I was invested, or I was deep in there. I wanted to make sure that this was going, and I wanted to make sure that I made a good impression. Um, and so, yeah, and it was pretty much history from there. Things just kept going on. Um, yeah, Lydia, do you want to add anything to that?
0: All of this was just so unlike anything I'd expected, and I knew that it wasn't me pushing it along. Um, and I just thought, this has to be the Lord doing this. Um, and we don't have time to go into all of it but there were so many incredible ways that the lord had confirmed our relationship in just miraculous ways as i will say genuine miracles um and so without ever seeing one another face to face we decided to make things official on the 8th of january um and pretty quickly after that, Daryl brought up the, the topic of marriage and that kind of freaked me out a wee bit because I was like, we've never it's seen each other after. in person. What are we talking about here? But again, the Lord just kept on confirming things and it was just a big old step of faith, of um, walking by faith and not by sight, um, quite literally, having never seen each other in person. But after dating for about eight months of long distance um after bunches of more answered prayers and miracles, God opened the door for us to see each other in person for the long time, in person for the first time. Um, And yeah, the rest is is history.
1: Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it it is kind of weird that I decided to, you know, to want to marry so early on. But again, this was all, I think it's just, it really is just God's providence. I mean, nothing in this relationship would have happened without God working it all out. Um, And I just had a, yeah, really a, a spirit initiated confidence and comfort and, and boldness, really, to ask her and bring up the the idea of marriage. Um, she, you know, I, growing up, I didn't have an idea of what kind of woman I wanted to marry, um, and God showed me what a godly woman is supposed to be in, in Lydia, and we're still growing, you know, the both of us are, um, but I just, I see... I see her being sanctified, I see her becoming more like Christ, I see me becoming more like Christ through the relationship that we share, Um, and so without a shadow of doubt, um, God confirmed that to me, and I, I really did instantly feel like I had to marry Lydia, and so...
0: And I would just say as a side note as well, this is not like Mm -hmm. a prescriptive, this is how all relationships should go, especially if you're a teenager listening to this. um, Dating can and should be a lot of fun and just chill and you don't have to start talking about marriage a month after you start dating. This is just how God worked it out for us. And that's a big thing I would stress for anyone out there is every relationship is different. And so you could date somebody for a really long time before that coming
2: up and that's that's okay. Or it could happen similar to us as well. Well, and I think,
1: and that's a yes. Yeah, I was, go I was ahead. just
2: gonna say as a note on that too. I think another difference is as well that we're all in our mid twenties. So, like, this is true. if you're yeah. a teenager and you start talking about marriage a week or a month after you're dating, that would be very strange. <laughs>
3: <'cause> <laughs> very true. One other thing to add yeah. to that, sorry, as well is that we were all similar in that we all did long distance as well and we were traveling countries and so for the vast majority of people listening to this that's Mm -hmm. it's not that it won't happen that could well be the case for some people but i think for the vast majority of people that will not be the case they will meet people in a local context and that's the basis Mm -hmm. of their dating relationship
0: so I think that's a wrap for this episode. Um, thanks so much, Hannah and Simon, for sharing your story. I hope you've enjoyed hearing ours as well from, from me and Daryl. Um, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Please tune in next time. We'll be dropping new episodes every Monday and Friday on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And let us know if there are any other platforms where you'd like to see us. And don't forget to follow us on social media using at connected.podcast this podcast is brought to you by child evangelism fellowship of britain however our opinions are our own and they don't necessarily represent the organization or any other individuals or organizations that we may mention we hope you have a really great day and we'll see you next time